guys. <laughs> What's happening? It's your two favorite brides of Christ. Two favorite brides of Christ. On the live. On the live. The godly gangster gang. Godly gangster gang. Christian gangster. Christian gangster. Street ministries. Street ministries. What's happening? What's happening? What it is. What's up? Hey. Come again on the live. Can we talk to y'all about the Lord? <laughs> saved on tonight, so give me your number and I'll call. I don't and want I'll your number. Some text in the me. hall and see you, huh? I said I don't want your number. Just message me. That's true. Yeah, because these days, yeah, 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 these days. Yeah. We got we got social media, but um, but what's happening, y'all? So today, we're going to try to keep it short. I mean, we say this every week, but we're going to try to keep it short. If not, let the Holy Spirit move. Hello. But um, since I'm doing the topic today, how about you, Jay? See what we're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. And we got the 30 minutes on the clock starting. There we go. What's up, y'all? So today, we are talking about having tough conversations it's real y'all in this life <laughs> sometimes you got to have conversations you don't want to have okay mm-hmm. in this journey though particularly the christian journey there are absolutely some tough conversations that you have to have or sometimes you just making actions or do or making actions making moves and not explaining yourself because if the lord told you to do it then that's just that but we're not talking about that part today. We're talking about the tough conversation portion. That being said. All right. So um, how did I come across this, this topic? I mean, y'all, I ain't gonna lie. Like, really, y'all should know this, but sometimes or a lot of the time, we don't really come up with the topic until the day of or the day before. So today, this just popped up in my brain. It was about tough conversations because um, a lot of times we like Jay said, we do have to have tough conversations when it comes to you walking in this life, because at that point, you're no longer trying to live by your flesh, but you're living by the spirit and you're living by truth. So what that means is that then the truth of the world then butts, um, butt heads with the truth of the word. Mm, And so from there, um, when you're transitioning out of your flesh, then the people around you will begin to question you and that you have to have tough conversations even when you are in a space of um you know being in the church and things of that nature a lot of people some people just don't have the same idea of what it means to to be saved or what it means to be um you know i guess sanctified right or to be holy or to be righteous they don't understand the concept of what it truly means and so even in that you have tough conversations to be like nah bro even though we in the same church and you say you say that ain't that ain't really what the word says and so from there it's still a tough conversation even whether it be with your mom with your dad grandma brother sister um pastor because it's not huh your sister in christ sister in christ spouse even when it comes to you know your your leader because um if you are doing something wrong you're just becoming aware of it your pastor has to have a tough conversation with you. And it's tough because at that point, there's a struggle. So that's what I mean when I say tough. So 
I have a little definition of what it means when I say tough conversation. Conversation, and I say that uh, basically there's a time for controversial conversations that brings about truth and sanctification through obedience. So what does that mean? Okay, so Jay, would you start? Would you like to start with true truth, and I'll go with sanctification? Absolutely. So let's break it on down. When it comes to the definition, what is truth? So to define truth is essentially say that which is true or in accordance to fact or reality, which mm -hmm. in this case, the fact or reality would be the word of God. Absolutely. About truth in this case. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, when it comes out, and, and a lot of, another thing in that is understanding that sometimes the truth that you know or that you understand in the word may be different from somebody else's truth based on whatever it is that they're living and whatever they consider their reality to be. If they're not really following Jesus like that, their reality isn't waiting until marriage to have sex. Their reality is, nah, that's my baby, so we're going to go and bust it down. What you mean? So <laughs> like, <laughs> even, even in that, understanding that even when having conversations with different people as a Christian, you have to be able to stand on what it is that you believe, number one, being able to stand firm on the word and what the word says. But not only that, being able to um, to see past and outside the conversation to understand and be able to convey what it is that you're trying to say without, not necessarily without offending, because I mean, what's going to offend is going to offend, but without trying to... Uh, without pushing them away. That's the point that I'm making because ultimately what it is that you have to offer and having that tough conversation could ultimately help that person. Mm -hmm. So again, reeling it back in concerning truth, the truth in this case for a Christian would be from the word of God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then we have actual uh, two, strip, two scriptures. I'll have like scriptures. I won't tell yeah. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> two scriptures. Um, and the first one that I picked out was uh, John 8, 31 through 32. This is from the NIV version. And it says, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really, then you are, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And the reason why I picked out these, this, this um, passage or whatnot is because a lot of people like to use that last part, which it says, then you will know the truth and the truth will really they just said the truth will set you free but they don't understand the concept of what's being referred to which is talking about jesus right right so jesus and his teaching so um how do you know this is the case he said it number one number two there's also another scripture that you can follow up by which is john 14 and 6 so you got um john 8 and then you read on keep reading and you got john 14 and 6 and it says Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So from here, he's again defining what it means when it when he's talking about truth, which means that he if he is the truth, then you have no choice but to look at him and his example and, and try to as closely as you can to walk as he did, to live in truth and live in true reality. Come rather on. than living the reality of the world so um and I, we're gonna we're gonna 
you know, talk about at the end of how this relates to tough conversations. Yes. But just to break that down again, we're talking about truth, okay? Um, and Man, then, I ask real quick before you go to the yeah, next yeah. part. Go ahead. Um, what another thing I want to add with that too is like, if you if you one of them type where you got to break it down, is in first in the uh, first chapter of John, it talks about how Jesus is the Word. Yes. The word was with God and the word was God. And if he just said, I am the way and the truth and the light, then that means that the word is true. So don't even be trying to find no loopholes. It is what it is. It is what it says. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people, right. they be trying to think too deep. And, well, if this and is this, and according to my calculation, no, no. Ooh, I was about to say the wrong word. No person. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't it. No. But go ahead. Sorry. Nope. Then the next part of that definition I talked about was sanctification, right? What is sanctification? And it is basically the action of making or declaring something holy. Or another definition of that would be the action or process of being freed from sin or purified. I like that second one. I I, I was going to tell you that. I was like, yo, yeah, that's it. Yes. To become sanctified. I like, I like the second. I like the second. I like the second one more. But um, do you want to go ahead and give them the scriptures? Yes. So 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23 reads, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that being said, what is it saying? It's saying that, hey, look. In this journey, the Lord can sanctify you. The Lord can purify you, give you of your sins. Again, leaving those things in the past and moving forward, ultimately, helping you to transform into becoming the person that he created you to be. Mm -hmm. So what this means to me and what this speaks to me is essentially the fact that this is an ongoing process. This isn't something that happens overnight. This isn't something that happens in six months. It takes time for sanctification to happen. When you think about the lambs that were sacrificed and all of that, they had to be raised for a certain amount of time before they could be sacrificed. Mm -hmm. So in that, when it comes down to you, and who Jesus has called you or who God has called you to be um, in the name of Jesus, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time to get to that place. But you don't give up. You don't purposely mess up. You don't purposely wear out grace to where you have to go into mercy. You don't do those things to uh, put you in that headspace. But ultimately, just understand it's a journey. And to enjoy that. It's not an overnight thing. So for me, that's what it spoke to me. Um, but not only that. It mentions about the God of peace. When you're going through that sanctification process, baby, mm-hmm. you'll be like, Lord, what is happening? So to, to say the God of peace to me is to say, you know what, even during this time, even through this journey, you're still going to have that peace if you receive it. because It's a gift. Understand peace is a gift. So in that, if you receive my peace during this time, you're going to go through. And yes, you 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 might be questioning a few things, but you're going to be all right because I'm going to be there with you through it. Um, and then not only that, at the end of it, it mentions being blameless. To me, that means don't go back out here getting yourself in some mess. After I done took you out of it, don't go right back to your throw up and be trying to eat it like the pigs do. Mm-hmm. Like the dogs do. Dogs, pigs. Anyway, you get the point. Point is just go through the process just enjoy the process allow the prodder to put you back together again give you the value that you truly are 
versus what the world told you you were. Because what the world tells you you are will never amount in value to who the Lord says that you are. So, I'm sorry. You go. Oh, okay. You want to go to the next one? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the next one um, is from John 17 and 17. It says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. What did we just talk about with truth? Again, concerning what your reality is or what the fact is, it is the word. So clearly the word is meant to help you to go through the sanctification process. The word is meant to prick your heart. It's not meant to go straight to your toes. If it goes straight to, like our apostle tells us, if it went straight to your toes and missed your heart, baby, you got a different problem. Mm-hmm. Gotta let that point. So mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, y'all, take in what the word is saying, apply it in your life. Ask the Lord, okay, Lord, well, where does this apply in my life? What is it that I can do to be different, to be able to be a light, to be able to be the salt of the earth? When it comes down to it, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? And whatever it is that you want me to do, how can I prepare and be in that place? And the word will show you that. If it's stop drinking, stop drinking. Stop smoking, stop smoking. If it stopped having sex out of wedlock, do that. If it stopped lying, stop doing that. If it stopped being jealous or envious, do that. If it stopped being hateful, do that. Stop being prideful, do that. Whatever it is, the word will reveal it and show it to you. And then you want to go to the last scripture? Uh, let me see. No, 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 not just yet. Um, because I would like to because we, we broke down truth and we broke down sanctification. I want to go back to the definition of how I, well, the definition of tough conversations, conversation so that they can refer back to what was being said. And it was, there's a time for controversial conversations that brings about truth and sanctification through obedience, right? right. So when we're talking about controversial conversations, we're talking about, um, things in the world versus the word so the biggest thing is of course homosexuality that's definitely one um you know being being sober sober minded and what that actually means so you know like you said smoking weed or drinking um to get drunk things of that nature and then of course having babies out of way a lot of just talked about that today and, and i want to um, be clear too let's add pills in there too because the pill epidemic has been going crazy absolutely well, not just weed but everything, all drugs, all opiates, opiates, heroin, all of that, which is crazy. I guess, yeah, just the people that I know, just weed and alcohol. Now, if you do harder stuff, <clears throat> I got clients that's on that stuff. Okay, I hope you're not, but if you are, you in the wrong as well. Um, <laughs> but having and, that, and that's what it means when I say controversial and. You have to have conversations. Again, you have to have conversations against those things Absolutely. when you are now walking in truth, okay? Truth and sanctification through obedience, right? Obedience means that you are following the word of God and you're like, okay, I see where I'm wrong. God, I, 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 I'm asking for forgiveness and I am repenting from my sins, right? From there, you are now aware that everything that you have been around is a sin. So then it is up to you to speak against that. Not saying causing um, causing issues or problems or anything like that. I mean, you may have to cause a problem, stir up some things to get some things corrected, you know. So, but whatever, know your role, basically is what I'm saying. 
But when you do That's come good. up, know yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta know your role. But especially in your family, when you come from a family of people who have been disobedient or have a a curse of disobedience, right, or have a gener, yeah, generational generational curse of disobedience in a certain area, then you have the obligation to speak against those things when they try to come to you and ask you why you're no longer doing those things. Have a tough conversation to explain to them. Hey. This is what's going on. This is what I am and am not going to be doing. Um, this is this is what my heavenly father, you know, has said about it in the word. And this is what I believe. And you keep pushing. But even though it sounds simple, it's not simple at all. And I'll explain that as we move forward. But when you're having those tough conversations, <laughs> when you're having these tough conversations, there is a way to do it, right? You can always go to Ephesians 4, 14 through 16. Then it says, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by everyone of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who, will, who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So when it comes to truth, you, or you're having a conversation, you do so in love, especially when it comes to the body, um, because we're not supposed to be going back and forth and things of that nature, um, but we're supposed to be using the teaching that we are being taught. Yeah, using the teaching um, that we are learning um, and we're supposed to apply it, which means that, again, you want to have have tough conversations, but again, you have to do so in love, the truth you have to tell, and you have to speak the truth in love um, so that you do not, um, I guess, discourage people from coming to Christ. Um, I don't that, mess up the witness as well. Yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Because, like, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I'll, I'll say that. Hmm? I said, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. Um, no, all I was just going to say is that sometimes it's it's not what you're saying. It's the way you say it. Mm-hmm. We, we hear this often, right? There's a way to tell the truth, but not be rude. Some people use the truth and love as a way to be rude and a reason mm-hmm. to be rude and a rude, or, or, no, 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 sorry, <laughs> a reason mm-hmm. to be self-righteous or act mm-hmm. on self-righteousness versus allowing the holy spirit to use you to talk to this person in the magnitude that is needed Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's not what you say but how you say it Mm -hmm. but then also on top of that too you can't go to a person and tell them not to or to to stop doing certain things but you're still doing said things again that goes to the log and i and all of that speak my all that stuff you can't hypocrisy mm-hmm. that that's not it either so when you having these conversations make sure first of all you were led by the holy spirit to go have that conversation and mm-hmm. number two watch how you say certain things i'm not saying walk on eggshells but what i am saying is don't use speaking the truth and love as a reason to be rude mm-hmm. it's just as you were made in his image regardless of whether they've chosen to follow jesus or not they were too mm-hmm. So just be mindful of that. Go ahead though. Sorry. Yeah. So the whole reason why you need to speak, um, speak in love, right? Or or be able to to communicate effectively um to people who may not who may not believe as you do is because 
is to help to mature the body of Christ, right? And to help to uh, help help the body of Christ join together by every supporting ligament, right? Um, and basically so that we can work together to continue to bring others to Christ. That's basically what that whole thing is talking about. We don't need a weak body of Christ. We need a strong body of Christ. And every individual person that you're going to talk to has an intricate or plays an intricate part of the body of Christ. Um, so it's very important to do so, again, in love. That's, that means that you have to have also a self-analyzation or a heart check to make sure that you do it so correctly and that your intentions is always pure. I have known people who try to say things so-called in love right but they do so again out of spite um or they they have the wrong heart or mindset when they're saying things or doing things um and so it's not right um and again it, you can discourage somebody you can i mean offending people is inevitable when you're talking about the word of christ um or the word of god um but just make sure you have um you're able to break things down so that people can understand of where you're coming from um so and we've been there too like we're not we're not talking to y'all from the standpoint of oh well we've never been to that we've been through that too especially yeah. as babes in christ when we we trying to talk to people and stuff and like especially especially when we first got started let's let's be real when we first got started in our journeys <laughs> we've had moments like that <laughs> but we've grown you feel me we've definitely grown a lot from those places but we're just letting y'all know, hey, don't make those same mistakes that we made and that others have made for that matter. Go ahead, sorry. Absolutely. Um, because there's always instructions on how to conduct yourself in different situations. Um, so all in all, what does this have to do with conversations, right? All right. So when you look at the word or you have, oh, sorry, you want to do this part? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So when you look at the word, I'll drop a different <laughs> Okay. When you look at the word and you um and you see the different conversations that are being had throughout the Bible, even starting with Ezra, I mean it's a very small book and a lot of people skip over it, but Ezra had to had had to have a real conversation with God to play on the behalf of the people that would be stupid, right? Mm -hmm. That is a real conversation, right? Um Job had to have a real conversation with not only his wife but his friends. Um, and then he had to have a real conversation with God because he like, yo, God, what is going on here? And his wife calling him stupid, his friends coming down there to so-called help, right? But then they're also talking about him. And so he's more than likely trying to figure out like, yo, you say y'all my friends, right. but yet y'all back here, like literally doubting me. You telling me that I need to doubt the same God that I serve, right? that's having a tough conversation how do you get how do you have a conversation with people in your circle who you think that they're your friends and they're doubting or they they're telling you to doubt your faith like that is a real tough conversation then you have people uh then you have jonah jonah had a real conversation with our heavenly father as well okay if y'all don't understand the whole uh, hey. the, the story about jonah please my boy was on the run <laughs> dude i mean dude on the run he back and forth with god and he's like you know what i'm gonna do my own thing god you know was like oh uh, you don't and he know he got swallowed up and then jonah was like jonah was like all right cool man i'm gonna just i'm gonna just do what you told me to do man i mean he was a, he was you know then he went to go do what god told him to do 
And then God was like, all right, since these people heard my warning, let me go ahead and give them the grace that they deserve, right? Then Jonah throws a fit. Yes, ma'am? Oh, yeah, finish. But before you go mm-hmm. to the next person, I got something to say before you go to the next person. Go ahead. Yes. Um, then Jonah throws a fit. And God is like, bro, I know you ain't throwing no fit like no kid, like literally, like you. Yeah, so it's it's a real conversation between Jonah and God. And it's a tough conversation because then Jonah got to realize like, yo, I'm really being a kid right now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he had that sit down with himself and with God and like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, and then you can go ahead and go to the next two. Well, what I was going to say about Jonah, I was just sitting here thinking, and it's like, isn't it interesting how he was swallowed up by a situation? So it's like, you're swallowed in a situation to where you have no way to get out. So all you can do is listen to whatever the Lord has to tell you. And you know what I told you earlier. And that's what it made me think about what I was telling you earlier. But anyway, okay, sorry. <laughs> but it's, but it's, they, they don't know what you talk. Yeah, they don't. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not, not to. Wow. To say to do so. Because there's some more stuff they got to be done with that. But it's a testimony. I will say that. And I know that. So that'll come. That'll come. Yeah, but you can't be saying stuff and they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're right. Oh, All right, so. Then, uh, Jay, go ahead and do the, the, the next two. Okay. Now, Jesus, my brother, JC, y'all know he had to have a lot of conversations with niggas, mm, with people left and right. Okay. Because people who were supposed to have all of this knowledge knew nothing really in all honesty concerning him. They didn't even know it was the Messiah in front of them. They rejected him. They wanted him out of there because he was shining light, shining the truth on what they allowed, what the lies that they was telling folks. So, or not gonna say telling folks, but how they were living, how they were doing things, how they were ultimately. Here's how I here here's how it comes to me: how they were ultimately keeping bondage or trying to keep bondage relevant, whereas he was coming to free. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so um he had to have a lot of conversations a he lot. had a lot of action behind it too he flipped tables you feel <laughs> him the people left and right take taking care of these demons sending them to the pigs the water. different things jesus was doing a lot on the scene even That's with his I'm disciples saying. though even with them having to get them together there was a couple times jesus had to gather them like i hey listen especially let, let's go to the garden real quick when Jesus went to pray, he said, all I wanted y'all to do was to stay awake and pray. Y'all people is over here asleep. But he said, you know what? I'm going to go pray again. Because I'm not even going to do this with y'all. This is between me and the Father. I wanted mm-hmm. y'all to come pray with me. But obviously, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. So I'm going to go ahead. So he had to have a lot of conversations, a lot of stuff. That Imagine, even, even in that, imagine being in the garden and talking, or in the garden, I'm sorry. Imagine being on the mount and talking to God and saying, God, look, man, hey, player, I really don't want to do this. Like, can you, can you, can you take this cup for real? Because, but you know what? Nah, 
Not my will, but your will be done. Yep, that's a tough conversation. He was going, Jesus was going through, and I think people don't realize how human Jesus was in that moment as far Mm -hmm. as what he was about to have to face. But understanding that he was both human and God as well, he said, you know what? It doesn't matter what I feel. Not my will, but your will be done. So even in that, that was a tough conversation. Probably one of the toughest conversations in the Bible, I would say, hands down. Because at this point, you're, you're seeing how human and human and God are having a relationship in that moment. And what I mean by that is how, how, how real it is mm-hmm. as far as why Jesus understands what we go through. Because mm-hmm. he himself had to go through it first. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Because that, that's going to go into a whole other conversation with topic. The point is, he had to have a tough conversation right there. Mm-hmm. And the last one. <laughs> me. You want to do you first or you want me to do me first? You already talking. Long story short, I'm, I'm going to make this very, very quick. I've had have multiple tough conversations. One, one reason why. I didn't want to have those conversations is because I'm not a confrontational person. And I felt like the majority of the conversations that I needed to have would be, mm-hmm. would create conflict. And I didn't want to deal with any of that. Um, but what I realized is, is that even so, so some, first of all, some of those conversations didn't even include conflict. It was just me standing firm on what it was I believed and saying, hey, this is what it is. This is what I'm doing. Either you, if you love me, you gonna respect it, or if you don't, you let it go. Your thing, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna yeah. go back and forth with you on it. Mm-hmm. And it was understood. May have took time, but it was understood. Um, but even outside of that, on the other end of it, where those conversations did include conflict, I had to understand that the conflict that came about, it wasn't meant to break me, but it was meant to build me up and so that when it comes to being bold, I can be bold and not be worried about what's going to come along. With mm-hmm. So even then, even in those, con- those, con- uh, those conflicting conversations or those conversations that included conflict, um, it was still fine because it was still within the plan. So um, do you want me to tell of a conversation? I mean, it's up to you. I mean, because, I mean, it's really up to you. Um, one of the biggest or one, one of the conversations that I've had more recently was with my dad. And I told my dad about how I wasn't allowing anything to make me lose my salvation. Um, and I explained to him how I didn't care what it is or who it was but nothing wasn't coming in between that. So that meant family, that meant friends, all of that. I explained to him like, you know, hey, if I'm serving, then that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna not serve because of people wanting me to do this, that, and the third, because ultimately I have to please God. And it's not that my dad was against it, but I was just talking to him and expressing to him, like, hey, this is what it is for me. And I'm not going back on that. And I'm not turning back from that. So um, it wasn't a bad conversation because he understood where I was coming from. But for me, it was just, it was stating what my actions were already showing. Because sometimes people look at your actions and they're like, well, dang, you switched up. Well, all essentially it is, is look, 
you may not be in the same place that I am. And that's fine. I'm not saying that I'm um, superior to you or anything. But what I am saying is, is that I've made and decided to live my life in a different way. Either you can respect that and walk with me if you want to come on the journey, or you can go ahead and go whatever way you want to go. But either way, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to serve the Lord with my whole heart. As for me and my house, meaning this vessel and my apartment or anything else that the Lord has given me since being here on earth, we're going to serve the Lord. If you want to rock with that, cool. If not, I don't know what to tell you, but hopefully one day you change your mind to want to go with Jesus. But yeah, so that was one of the uh, one of the tough conversations I had to have. Um, aside of the one with my mom, that I had last year that one was tough that's probably the toughest conversation I had to have because me um me and my mom were really tight-knit and my mom it was kind of one of those things where it was like you know I don't see you often and all this kind of stuff and nobody really understood why because I didn't explain because in my mind, it was just like, look, this is what I'm doing. Either you get it or you don't. The one time that I do explain it, if you don't understand, I'm not going to argue with you. But what I had to realize is that in that, because of my delivery, it made there be a bitterness almost. And then when I finally had the conversation again and I broke it all the way down, that bitterness was broken. But not a bitterness just, I don't think it was a bitterness toward me, but a bitterness toward the situation. And where I begin to wonder or where I begin to understand is, okay, let me make sure that this bitterness is not with God. Granted that that's that's my mom's, that's my mom's responsibility with the Lord. But because of me not communicating properly, the blood is on my hands too. So I had to have that conversation again and present the facts based on the word as far as why I was doing what I was doing. And once I did that, that chain was broke. So when I, like this, this whole teaching is true, it's key. Like this, this live is key because very well, if you don't have the conversation in the right way or you don't do or, con or, or um, convey yourself in the proper way, it can really mess somebody else up, but the blood is on your hands because you knew, okay, hey, I'm supposed to talk in love. And I can be honest, sometimes my conversation and what I had to say was in irritation versus love at some points. So I had to get that together. I had to get my delivery together, not because of me being worried about offending somebody because, I mean, it is what it is. The word is what it is. But what I'm saying is how can I be a Christian but not present myself how the word says I should? even in conversation. So I had to fix that. So yeah, this, this teaching is real. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. It's very real and you have to apply it in your life. So yeah, uh, but yeah, your turn. <laughs> all right, so with me, I've had to have many conversations as well. Um, probably not as many as Jay, I will say that, but um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm probably not, not as many as Jay, but when I, I would say um, the most difficult, the most difficult one for me was definitely because the ones that I, the conversations that I have now, okay, I'll, I'll say two. It, it, they're not as bad. Um, my worst one would have been when I 
first started trying to walk right um, and having the conversation with my family and with my ex on why I had to leave that relationship. Mm. Because when you're just trying to walk into the lifestyle, you understand, but sometimes you just couldn't ar- articulate. So yeah. for them, it was like, it was like, yeah, and it was the same for you. You didn't know how to articulate it, but yeah. and, and for me, it was the same way. It was like, well, I just, I, I got to leave this relationship. Like, he's he's not helping me to walk with Christ. He's not doing these different things. And for them, it was like, well, you just tell telling us all the things that he's not doing, but look at what he is doing. I'm like, yeah, but. At the end of the day, what I should have just said was, well, he's keeping me away from God. Mm. And I think that just would have shut them up right then and there. But for them, it was like, no, he's a good dude, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, sure, in the world. But in the word. On paper. On paper. On paper. He, he, excellent job. I mean, yeah, you know, he spoiled me with certain things. Yeah, you know, this and the third. Um, but at the same time, I was very far from God. Um, mm-hmm. We were sexually active together, you know, of course, together. Um, it just wasn't a God relationship. And so um, having a tough conversation with him, breaking that off, and then having a tough conversation with my family, it was tough. Um, it was just, it was frustrating because you find yourself going in circles with the same conversation over and over again. It's like, I just had this conversation with you. Why are you not understanding? Like, I yeah. understand, but y'all can't understand. And so it was like very tough. Um, so it was very, it was that time frame, And then um, tough conversations with um, Najee, my fiance, um, because uh, we didn't, we didn't grow up with the same teachings. And so getting the teachings that I was getting from apostle, our apostle, and then he's coming in and then he's not understanding what the type of courtship that I was expecting, having tough conversations with him so that he understood, okay, oh, this is what this means. And if if I don't do it the right way, we can't be together. Mm. Like it was tough conversations like that um, and explaining, all right, no, babe, this is what it's going to have to be. This is what we're going to have to do. Yeah. This, this is it. Or we can't be together. That's a tough conversation because you know you want to be with a person. You know he has a heart of gold. You know he, his intentions are true, but you just know you also know he's misguided in mm. some. Areas. But he's he's still a man of God, but he was just misguided because he wasn't taught correctly in certain areas, you know. Gotcha. And so you don't want to lose that person, but you got to be straight with him. Yeah. So that's a tough conversation. Um. So you know that, of course, that has happened. Those conversations has happened, you know, over periods of time um since our relationship actually um but yeah so i've had conversations jay has had conversations but overall those conversations needed to be had so that we can keep our sanctification um not just that salvation or be sanctified okay i need to be clean (laughs) clean me I, and keep it at that point All right, um, <laughs> that's real so yeah man it's not something that we haven't ever done i i i will definitely con- we will continue we will continue yes. um to do so in obedience of course but having those conversations help either help to make or break a relationship i believe um where uh, it brought space in between some of my family and I in the beginning. Um, now, of course, they understand it because they love him. But 
Um, sometimes it, it helps to uh, draw you apart from certain individuals so that y'all can have some time to process. Mm-hmm. And then other times it actually brings your relationship closer. Gotcha. So with Najee and I, definitely those conversations has brought us closer together. And most of the time, if you see him, you see me and vice versa. Yes, so, I mean, we together. That's it. Um, but yeah, have those tough conversations. Don't be afraid to do so. Um, because at the end of the day, God is most important um, and, and not your feelings and not your flesh. So um, in every, in just understanding every instance that we were talking about, there was, a, there was a fight and there was a fight between flesh and spirit mm-hmm. in every conversation that we're breaking down between Job, between Jonah, between Ezra, between Jesus, even that, that's still flesh and spirit because in, in the human aspect, that's flesh. Yes. But when you're talking about the extraordinary or the spiritual things, that was the spirit. So there's always going to be a struggle, but are you up for the fight? Are you down for the cause? <laughs> are you? Man. So, yeah. And when I got in this journey, I was not 100% prepared to have certain conversations. I was not. I was not. But, hey, now come at me. Please come at me. Please. Come holler. Please. Got something to say. I'll shut you down, right? I mean, I've always been bold, I would say, but I, the more that you learn, the more you're able to handle yourself in the conversation. You're The more you're able to articulate, That's right. which helps you to manage a conversation in a way where you leave feeling like you've accomplished the thing that you needed to accomplish. And also, too, knowing when to stop. Because sometimes in comfort or in, in, in those tough conversations or in, um, uh, not in those controversial conversations or those confrontational conversations, it gets to a point where it's like, got me right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> even then, sometimes knowing and understanding it's okay to say, you know what, I understand that you may not be understanding where I'm coming from, but I, I completely understand that. And that's okay. Hmm. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and leave this conversation. Don't yep. let it get to a point where it takes you out of who God has created you to be. Don't let it get you out of a point where at this point now, all them cuss words that came out, you've been thinking. <laughs> all of them. Now you got to repent. <laughs> now you got to go repent. So even then, and, and that's why I'm telling God, the Holy Spirit has really kept me in some situations where I had some things I wanted to say, but he said, ah, and I was like, that's it. Because sometimes you going a step further and continuing to talk and say certain things, that's going to mess up the witness. That's going to mess up, excuse me, the testimony. That's going to mess up that person's perception of Christians or of who God is to where they might not even want to seek him. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, sometimes, and then another, I do want to say this last thing, and then we can go ahead and bounce out. Another thing, too, y'all, me and Kayla was having this conversation the other day. I need y'all to understand that oftentimes it's not the person, it's what's in the person. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm so serious because. Uh, y'all gotta realize we're we're fighting we're not fighting a a battle concerning flesh and blood it's deeper than that so 
the enemy is sending out his imps because he can't come and do it. He can't be everywhere all at once. So he's sending out his imps to do different things. So you have to understand that in that sometimes the enemy might be trying you through somebody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's the case. Mm-hmm. So you got to know, you got to be able to have that discernment to peep it and say, you know what? You're not going to take me there. I'm going to go ahead and leave this conversation. But peace be with you and God bless you. And you carry on with your day. Because ain't nobody got time for all age stuff. One blank period. If the Lord tell you to go further in that, then hey, be your thing player. But otherwise, again, it's not the person, it's what's in the person. When you get that perspective, I think that changes the conversation versus looking at a person and looking at them as being hateful, all this, that, and the third, and understanding that it's what's in them, not necessarily them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. All right, cool. Have those combos if you need to. That's pretty much all we have or I have. Jay, you got anything else you want to add? Okay, cool. So uh, with that being said, y'all, I just, we encourage you guys to um, get your confidence up, man. Have these tough conversations, Um, whether it be, again, it could be family, friends, spouse, future spouse. I mean, especially when you go into the dating scene, you have got to have tough conversations because everybody who say they save ain't save. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm saying the scene is messy. <laughs> it's real. I back out. I ain't gonna lie. I bowed out again. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> a yeah. mess. Mm-hmm. But you just continue to prepare in the Lord in the way that the Lord tells you to. Men, you just make sure you listen and you continue to prepare as well. But ladies, continue to prepare. Oh, Lord, not, not, no. oh my Lord. <laughs> ladies, you continue to prepare and the Lord will present you to your husband. Fellas, you continue to prepare and follow and listen to the Lord and he will show you your wife and you go get her. That's why I'm at with it outside of that. Because <laughs> it's a mess out here, Kayla. It is a I know. It's I, I ain't too fresh out there. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not too fresh from there. I'll say. Wait, I am fresh. I don't know. Anyway, the whole gist of it's it take, is it's that because it make it sound bad. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but <laughs> anyway, I'm not far removed. There you go. There we go. That's what I was going for. So, um, so yeah, guys. So y'all just stay prayed up. Um. You ask God to definitely give you the confidence that you need to have these tough conversations. Um, ask him to give you the wisdom and the understanding in these conversations. Um, and I think God take care of it. Um, from there, three Ps, there's power, purpose, and prosperity in your obedience. Um, because in doing and being obedient, you're able to walk in the way that you need to. And God is able to identify who needs to be in your life or who is not, who doesn't need to be in your life based on the conversation. I mean, that tough conversation sometimes will tell you all you need to know. From there, you're not, you're not wasting time. You're not wasting resources. You're not wasting mental real estate. You're not wasting that stuff because you already had a tough conversation. So the mental real estate, that's the one. That's mental the real one. estate. Yeah, so yeah, that that's that I ain't gotta explain to it. There's power again, power, purpose, and prosperity in your obedience to have those conversations. Um from there, go ahead, Jay. Absolutely. So that being said, um, we're gonna go ahead and run it with the five. First things first, please be a vessel. Second things second, please make sure that you are getting in your word so you can have or 
have the blueprint concerning the conversation and having the proper conversation, how you should conduct yourself, everything of that nature. Um, from there, get and make sure you have a relationship with our Heavenly Father, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, because you're going to need that one having the conversation. And that's one thing, certain two things for sure you're going to need it. So please make sure you have that relationship. And if you do not, you can get that on tonight. You can go ahead and get saved tonight. And with that, you're just saying, Lord, it's me. I'm sorry for everything that I've done. I repent of my sins and truly repent. When I say repent, that means turn away from doing those things over and over. Yes, it's a journey, but with the Lord by your side, you can make it. You're looking at an ex-homosexual. You're looking at an ex, uh, uh, what's the word? fornicator both of us was yes fornication i was adored x on all of that so if anything just know the lord will bring you through because we've seen him do it in our lives and there are countless others across the world who he has brought um through different situations who he has brought through different situations and forgiven them and helped them to move forward in life and you can do the same so you would just pray Lord, it's me. Please forgive me of everything that I've done. I repent for everything I've done. Lord, help me to walk the straight and narrow with you. I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. I believe he's my personal Lord and Savior. I believe he lived, died, and rose on the third day and is at the right hand and is waiting to come back to go ahead and regulate and do some things here on earth. And Lord, I pray that I'm right there riding on the horse too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you say that, pray that, and boom, from there you say that you're part of a growing family. You know what I'm saying? Y'all mean. So Please make sure you do that if you haven't already. Um, number four, encourage somebody. If you're going to have a tough conversation, the least you could do is leave some type of encouragement if the Lord tells you to do so. Um, one of the things, that's, that's what I was looking at you for yesterday. When uh, Every time when we used to talk about stuff and you would be like, I would want to leave that person better than what I can, how I can. I t-. told you. I, didn't I tell you I used to say that all the time? <laughs> he used to say that all the time. All the time. Jay, Jay and, was like, nah. Because I'm like, I was like, nah, if you done, you done. But mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But during that time, I was like, but by that time, during that time, I wasn't talking to nobody. Because yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't on that type of time. I was worried about the Lord and solely the Lord, like focusing on him. Whereas Kayla, during that time, she was in a, on a different level than I was. And that's okay. It's okay. Y'all yeah, it's okay. okay. We're good now. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. Everybody be on different levels. It doesn't mean that somebody's superior than the other. It's just we on different levels, and that's okay. Kayla started her journey a little bit further ahead than I did, and that's fine. But we all out here still getting it. We getting stronger. We good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I will say, I have done this. I have. I kept up my word. Every person that I used to talk to, they better than what they were before. Y'all, please make sure you are encouraging others, but encourage yourself as well, y'all. It is really important, critically important. Like I've told y'all in the past, ain't nobody going to pick up the phone at 3 a.m. Well, not everybody. Sometimes you may, sometimes you may not. But yeah, man, so keep encouraging, folks. Encourage yourself as well. (laughs) And the last thing that you can ever really do is just be blessed, live a blessed life, enjoy your blessed life. That's it, and that's all. Enjoy the journey, you guys. Um, have those conversations you need to have. Let the Holy Spirit lead you, and that be that, yo. So that being said, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, nah, that's it. All right. Well, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Please make sure y'all tune in next week for another episode. And yeah. Y'all hop up out of here. Bye.
I'm hollering. Hi, y'all. Take care.